SoWin TV presents. SoWin TV presents. Welcome to the Jennifer Sheehan Show. I'm Jennifer. We would love to give you our magazine full of inspirational stories. Go to the JenniferSheehanShow.com to subscribe. I would love to introduce you to my friend, Dr. Cooper, Dr. Kenneth Cooper. So happy to have you on my show. Jennifer, it's my pleasure. So you are a wealth of information, but let's start off with one of my favorite things about you is you're an Army veteran like I am. That's the truth. For two and a half years, I was primarily at Fort Sill, Oklahoma which was uh, good for two reasons. One reason, I got my military requirements out of the way. I had to redo it because of the from, the from the draft in Vietnam. But the second reason is where my wife, with my wife Millie now, 63 right. years. 63 years, Mary. 63, I was a flight surgeon in the Army. I learned to fly helicopters, I was in the Army. But then I decided, that I got very excited about the space program. And so I decided to leave the Army, 1960, and go into the Air Force to work in the aerospace medical field. So the Holy Spirit telling you, as you mentioned, what? that God directs your path, and so Him telling you how long the Army, then the Air Force, and then to NASA. That is true. You know, I think you might be a little bit of an overachiever. <laughs> That's the understatement <laughs> of the day. <laughs> I love it. So people think they've got so many jobs and doing so much, and I look what you've done, and it's just amazing. And now, how old are you now? 91. 91. My and dad just had a still so much energy. My dad had a recommendation of being an overachiever. He said, I want you to be such an overachiever that if you're digging ditches, I want you to dig them so well, you'll be the foreman of the district. <laughs> That's one thing I recall. I love it. You know, when we were talking, well, one, uh, you're friends with Pastor Graham, and Pastor Jack Graham's been my, my, um, my church home and my pastor for 21 years now. And it's interesting to me that not only you've gone to Prestonwood and uh, Pastor Graham is your friend, but also you knew um, Billy Graham and now Franklin Graham. And so God's just given you so much favor, just guide and directed you and give you so much favor because you choose to be obedient and seek him. Didn't you say your grandfather was a preacher, a Baptist preacher? Yes, a Baptist preacher, a Baptist preacher, the horse and buggy days down in Alabama. I love it. And of interest too, he would go and speak and get $25. He'd put it all back into the church. And so my father had the oldest member of the family of the children. And so he had to work to take care of the family. So he has a little bit of a strange feeling about those, right. some of these relationships that pastors have, because right. he was responsible for that. But he's a very fine Christian, and he uh, was a periodontist in, in Oklahoma. Was, and he was a forward-thinking. He was the first periodontist in the state of Oklahoma. Interesting. But he was a strange thing that he never embraced my concept of exercise. He never participated in that. Really? Because this is back in the days when I was in medical school back in the 50s, that we were taught that medic in medical school that exercise too much can be dangerous for you because it causes an athletic heart. Okay. And that means your heart gets larger, it gets muscular, and then if you stop exercising, it converts to fat and you die early. So he was convinced huh. of that. 
I made all state in basketball in Oklahoma. I won the state championship the mile run when I was a senior in Oklahoma. And I got a track scholarship University of Oklahoma. So I, I, I read all those years. And my father never saw me participate in a running event, never saw me play basketball. That was his way of quiet rebellion. My mother <laughs> would never think she possibly could. She was my great supporter. Oh. But that was my father's way of rebelling. He let me do it. I about lived him by 14 years. You did? I lived him by 14 years. Wow. If it, if I'd known then what I know now, I think he would live longer than 77 years. Wow. But he never embraced exercise. Even when I was in medical school, back in the fish, we were taught that preventive medicine is the Cinderella of the medical, especially because there's no profit in health. 52 <laughs> years ago here in Dallas, they said, even my supportive colleagues were many 52 years ago, they said, if you can't limit your practice of medicine to taking care of healthy people, they come, they come to you only when they're sick. You can't make success in that. And we've told of, of people that had heart attacks in medical school. The routine recommendation we gave them, if you live in a two-story house, you got to move to a one-story house. So I came out of the rubbish in 1968 and encouraged people all over the world, regardless of age, to start exercising even vigorously. Uh, the whole world was on my back. And medical titles, not titles in medical journals would say, the street's going to be full of dead joggers. If people call it <laughs> oh, no. I would kill more people than Hitler did in World War II because of getting people to exercise. What happened? Heart disease dropped by 48% from 1960 to 1990. Instead of it going up, it went down. And so that was the first bridge we had to overcome, the first right. problem we had, divine intervention again. Now, if I'd had a death on the treadmill stress test here in Dallas, or someone had died on our track there, our beautiful triangle on Preston Road, I wouldn't be here today. Right. Because they were just waiting to jump on me. Right. And they were going to, I had to go before the Board of Censors. I was doing something as dangerous as treadmill stress testing. So I gave a very erudite presentation to the board that night. They didn't want to think about it. I said, I've been doing the Air Force, pioneer of the Air Force, and the second man to have a treadmill for stress testing in Dallas, the chairman of the Board of Censors. Now they're all over Dallas. Everybody has stress, all over the country now. And that was pioneered because of our work with the Air Force. Another one of those epiphany. Let me tell you one thing, because we go from ground zero, two muffins, two employees, back in, in uh, where we first started in 1970. Now we have almost 600 employees. We have 34 full-time positions. We have all sorts of specialties. And we're all over the world. Why have I been so successful with such criticism and problems and difficulty I had in the early days? Number one, divine intervention. Because there have been so many times I want to make a decision. But I want to go one way, I went the other way. If I go the way I want to go, I wouldn't be here. I went through bankruptcy, 98 from 1980 to 1991. Three times in 1991, I had foreclosure notes delivered by, by a messenger on Friday afternoon at 515. They were going to lock up the gates on, on, on Monday. And I had to fight that in those early days. So it's a miracle I'm still here today because, number one, divine intervention. Number two, a fantastic staff. Any CEO is going to be just as successful as his staff makes it. Any pastor is going to be successful just as his staff makes it. Number three, we've proven it's cheap and effective to prevent disease. There's a fine to cure. And I have data no one can deny. And number four, very important. If people realize they have a need and you provide a service, they get the results they want. They make it successful in any field. That's why 74% of our patients are returning patients. Our database surpasses anything ever done before in mankind. I love it. When we come back, Dr. Cooper has a vitamin that will save your life. We'll be right back. You won't hear how God is working on mainstream media, but you will hear it on the Jennifer Sheehan television show. In a world currently imprisoned by fear, I'm committed to telling fearless stories of hope, restoration, redemption, and miracles. Here's just a sample of stories my amazing guests share about God's limitless love in action. God rescued me from pornography and sex addiction. I was on the brink of death, but Jesus saved me. I was attacked by a huge grizzly bear, but God preserved my life. 
At the age of two, raised by my sister without parents, my birth father threw me against a metal sheet wall, slicing my stomach open, leaving me for dead in a pool of blood. After he abandoned me, my true Heavenly Father, God, did not. My 17-year-old son was murdered on Christmas Eve. I was in a bad place. I purchased a gun each day, went to the lake and held it to my head to end my life. After over 50 guns, I sought out professional help. I went on the Jennifer Sheehan television show to share my story. On filming day, God got a hold of my heart, and right there on the set, I prayed to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. This show is giving people hope in Jesus. That's why we do what we do. We, we want you to hear and see amazing stories of how God brings beauty from ashes and how He brings hope and healing. Even in the midst of life's hardest struggles, God is using this show to change lives. Through the power of story, the Jennifer Sheehan television show is sharing the gospel in regions around the globe. We reach an audience of over 3 million people in the U.S., Africa, India, Pakistan, and China. Will you partner with us so that the Jennifer Sheehan Show continues to grow in its influence and reach for Jesus Christ? Donate your tax-deductible gift at thejennifershehanshow.com slash donate. Welcome back to the Jennifer Sheehan Show. Okay, Dr. Cooper, so you invented the word aerobics, which I think is so cool. And you've done so much research. A lot of your career has been on research, which is proven facts. And one of them, you talked about COVID and you got COVID at 91. Your wife got COVID. And what is the reason why you, you told me you didn't die? You're still going to get sick, but you're not going to die. What vitamin? We didn't get sick. Well, we know that, first of all, it isn't the virus that causes the problem. It's the body's hyperimmune response that causes the problem. And that's a result. You have recurrent infections and your body builds up an immunity as you get older and children can't build up that immunity. So we get that cytokine storm, we call it, that an adult gets, that a child will get much lower. That's one reason they have less of a problem. So we have to do something to suppress that cytokine storm. This is well documented scientific literature. And the only thing that's been able to do, they've tried medications of all type. The only thing that's been shown to, to lower that is vitamin D. Now, why did the good Lord provide that? I don't know. But so we can suppress that with vitamin D. We started a study at least 12 years ago doing vitamin D measurements in all of our patients. And we found a reason the vitamin D level was only 30. Now we found in our research it takes at least 40 to get some benefit. But what happens, that can suppress that cytokine storm and can keep you from at least having any major symptoms. I can't guarantee you that you won't come down with vitamin D, but you're not going to be, you're likely to be hospitalized. It's very low. Uh, death from it's very low. And keep in mind, that people of color, Hispanic and Afro-Americans, have a five to seven-fold increased risk of hospitalization compared to people of lighter skin, and a two-fold increased risk of death because they can't manufacture vitamin D through their skin. They have to take supplements. Now, the Decision Magazine goes all over the world, 10 million people. A lot of those are people of color. And so I've got a lot of response from that, that the people are now taking vitamin D through one of my recommendations I've been made through Decision Magazine. I keep my level at 70, between 65 and 70. It's at 78, it's been 68 at the present time. My wife is the same. We take 7,000 units a day. We have our own vitamin product. It's called Cooper Basic One. It's been recognized as being one of the single best vitamins in America by Harvard School of Public Health because it has 2,000 units of vitamin D. 
The RDA, the recommended requirements for vitamin D, is only 400. But oh. we find it takes more than that, 2,000. What's the, what's the, what's the, uh, the death rate? What's the problem rate? The toxic rate is 150 blood level. We get the blood levels up to 55 to 60 to 70, and that seems to be the threshold in which you're not going to you're not going to be hospitalized with it. Right. So if you'll take that, if you take the 5,000 units of vitamin D3, D2 is as effective as D3, and then with a basic one, which has 2,000, you get your 7,000 units a day. I don't think you care if you take our vitamins. Just get, I'd say, get at least 2,000 units a day. Because we did that, our physician started recommending that about 12 years ago, and it originally started at 30, now it's up to 42 in average for our patients, and that's the first race. So that takes like 2,000 units a day. Wow. And that has to be vitamin D3. Okay, and now, we know there's more, there's more coming. As the Bible says, there'll be pestilence in the end right. times, so there will be more viruses. And you said viruses are every, how many years were you saying? Oh, three or four years, we have one of these coronaviruses with a chicken flu or something, or the chicken virus, all these various things. And that's why one of the articles wrote decision makers, do I need to keep taking vitamin D if we go through this coronavirus? And I said, yes, because take it for the rest of your life. It's not going to hurt you. If you take the level we take, it's going to give you great benefits. A lot of other benefits. You look at the benefits of vitamin D, of course, uh, one of the big things is strengthens your bones, for example. It builds up your immunity, as you've talked about. It reduces the risk of heart disease. All, you, you look at the, it's a wonderful wonderful drug, you can call it. It's just a medicine, it's just a vitamin. But it has a lot of different benefits in addition to what it has as far as protecting you from the coronavirus. Right. So that's why that I insist on keeping my vitamin D level up and my patient's vitamin D level up. As I said, it's been remarkable what we've seen. As far as the lack of major problems with, among our patients, we have that have had they've had minimal problems with the COVID infection, no deaths. Interesting, no deaths. No deaths. No so hospitalizations. The I love that you're saying that. Um, besides vitamin D, as you know, people get colds, they get flu, they get viruses, all kinds of stuff. What do you recommend vitamin-wise besides vitamin D? Well, first of all, get your zinc to 15 milligrams of zinc, and that's in our products because that combination has been shown to be effective as far as COVID infection is concerned. Vitamin C, that's why we have five milligrams of vitamin C. Vitamin C has been used extensively for reducing infections, for example, things of that type. A lot of spalling worked on that, had massive dose of vitamin C. You get too much, you get diarrhea from it. You have to moderate yet. But as far as harmful effects of that, you know, you get to too much. But I said 500 milligrams is enough. That's what we have in our vitamin products. 500. So this is all on our, on our uh, website. Okay. We have, it's called our Cooper Sunset Concept Division. You get our vitamins, what they contain and what they can do. Interesting. I'm very big on vitamins and sleep and water, but I do D. I do a lot of vitamin C, probiotics. And I, I might get a cold once a year, but normally not even once a year. It's but it's the exercise, it's the vitamins, it's the sleep, it's the prayer to keep your mind right oh, yeah. in the Bible. And I think all of that together, you know, exercise, vitamins, eating, sleep, water, God. Oh, That's my doing, like secret. <laughs> we call this being Cooperized, everything you're saying. Really? Yes. So I was doing it and well, I could call it Jenniferized? <laughs> you should get your body mass index. All you have to do is go to the internet, get your okay. height and your weight. Your uh -huh. body mass index should be under 25. Under 25. And 25 to 30 is overweight. And we have 70% of our world population, of our American population, overweight, obese right now. 70%. 70%. Being in inactive, overweight, and those are major problems as far as heart disease, cancer, but and particularly the COVID-19. Get Cooperized. You go to our website. And see okay, that. I need to get Cooperized. You know, it's funny because I just married a chef. 
and I'm blaming the 20 pounds on him, but I don't really think it's him. I think it's just that I like to eat and but I'm very exercising. happy. Are you exercising? I do exercise. I hate to say that you're better off being fat and fit than skinny and unfit. <laughs> People love to hear that. Okay, I'm say that one more time. If you can't get in shape, if you can't lose weight, get in shape. Okay, if you can't lose weight, get in shape. So it's better to be fit and fat. fat. And fit. Uh -huh. skinny and sedentary. Okay, good to know. I'm going to be using that in the okay. future. All this information that you're giving me is very, very interesting. I love it. You have so much to say. When we come back, we're going to have some weight loss tips from our awesome doctor here. We'll be right back. A house is built with walls, but a home is built with memories. Firehouse Movers takes great pride and honor in serving your moving needs. Built over a fireman's code of ethics to be truthful and honest at all times, to display excellence, respect, and loyalty, we are honored for you to entrust us with your valuable memories. And we have been doing so for over 20 years with hundreds of five-star reviews. We never compromise in quality because we understand that it's easier to explain our prices than to apologize for poor service. Call us today at 972-412-6033 and let us tell you why we're passionate for what we do. Learn more at firehousemovers.com. By His grace, we live. By His will, we bond together to serve you. Jennifer Sheehan Show Magazine promotes and connects Christians and Christian-owned businesses worldwide. It's digital, nonprofit, and full of inspirational stories. The magazine is emailed, shared on our social media, and promoted weekly on our TV show, reaching millions of viewers. To subscribe to this free magazine and for advertising opportunities, go to thejennifersheehanshow.com. Welcome back to the Jennifer Sheehan Show. Okay, so you're called the father of aerobics, which I love. And you were telling me that there is obesity and stress. There's something with that together. Explain what you were telling me. Obesity is the most common manifestation of stress. I finished my medical school and then my working in working at the University of Oklahoma, my track scholarship, weighing 168 pounds. What I'm trying to say is high school and in OU, in pre-med, I weighed 168 pounds. That was my athletic weight. By the time I made finished medical school and internship, I weighed 204 pounds. Because right. I didn't have time to exercise. Because I hear that often. I just don't have time to exercise. So I ate to stay awake at night. The big thing. And so I gained up and I didn't have time to exercise. And then I had an epiphany in my life that the Lord intervened. And I was 29 years of age. Hadn't done anything for six years with physical activity. I went water skiing up here in Lake Texoma about halfway through the course, and I got hit with an arrhythmia. My heart was beating out on my chest. I had chest pain. Get me on the, get me the slide, get me off the hospital. The time I got to the hospital, the Durant, the heart rate had come back to normal. It was all what we called late was a, was a superventricular tachycardia. I had a very thorough diagnostic workup. I was still in the Air Force at the School of Aerospace Medicine. I said, Doctor, nothing wrong with you. You're just out of shape. I couldn't believe that, but I was pre-diabetic. I was hypertense. I was in poor condition. I lost weight within six months. I ran my first marathon a year later, and all those problems disappeared. My blood pressure came back to normal, and my diabetes disappeared, 
And I thought, this is a field of medicine that's been sadly ignored. I was right. told medical school, I want to get involved in that. But I'm going to change my direction from going into ophthalmology to going into prevention of disease. And that was an epiphany. And I weigh 164 pounds at the present time. I've kept it off after all this time. Wow. But you have, to, you have to accept the fact. Under stress, you eat. Also, if you, if you sleep too long, you tend to gain weight. We know that because you just have to know these various things. But remember, but remember that the recent article said if you just change the way you eat, I've said for years you want to lose weight, is you have 25% of your calories for breakfast, 50% for lunch, and 25% for the evening meal, and eat before 7 o'clock at night, and exercise before the evening meal, as I do before I go oh, home, okay. because it suppresses my appetite, makes me thirsty but not hungry. Oh. And so I don't consume a lot of calories at night. That's why I keep my weight stable, and I weigh every day. Okay. That's a very important thing. Okay. If I have to gain a few weights, I'm going to restrict my calories the next day. So I try to do that. So adhere to that. Just establish some standards. You weigh on a daily basis, exercise at least four to five times a week. Our basic recommendations is avoid inactivity, number one, because our studies have shown if you can move from one block from very poor to poor on the fitness scale, you can increase your life expectancy by six years and you can reduce all-cause mortality by 58%. Going out the top category of fitness, only nine-year increase and only 65% reduction in decimal causes. So the best return on fitness investment is avoiding inactivity, moving up one block on the fitness scale. You can do that. And we published in a peer-reviewed journal. We've got the data in our 600 publications we publish have gone around the world now to prove that your health is your responsibility. Right. It's not the government. It's not the insurance companies. It's not your physician. It's what you do for yourself. And no drug can replicate the benefits of an active lifestyle. So we've got, you were, we were talking about the percentage. So how much overweight or how many pounds makes you overweight? How many pounds make you obese? And then... Okay, the simple there. thing, as I said, is the body mass index. You get that very easy to have somebody do it for you. Right. Just go into the internet. But 18 to, to 25 is normal. 25 to 30 is overweight. 30 to 35 is obese. And above 35 is morbidly obese. At the present time, we have 70% of our adult population overweight or obese. We have 36% morbidly obese now. It's really gone up. It's between 25 and 30% in that category. That's all changed since 1990. We had from 68 to 1990, we had a health revolution in this country that was that was done by the baby boomers, 76 million people from 1946 to 1964. They led a health revolution. We've not seen since 1990. In those the glory years, we had a 48% decrease in decimal coronary heart disease because they quit smoking great numbers, got their blood pressure under control, controlled their, got their blood lipids under control, and they controlled the harmful effects of stress and they exercised in unprecedented numbers. Look at those reverse. What's the best way to control stress in your life? Exercise at the end of the day. That helps me sleep at night, so right. I exercise in the day. And what's the best way to control blood pressure, prevent hypertension, is exercise. And what's the best way to and what's the best way to quit smoking? Quit. You have found that if you quit smoking, you still have a desire to do something. Replace it with exercise. Okay. All these things are habits we can do ourselves. We call being Cooperage. If I get the world to do this, and we're in a long way of getting in that direction now. We're going to see the whole the way that medicine is practiced in the world in the future. Interesting. I love that you're all about preventative because. When I was in the Army, um, had scud, scud missile hit when I was in Iraq, exposed to chemicals, and I am very sensitive to chemicals ever since then. And so my, my best friend just happens to be an a internal medicine doctor, 20 right. years. She goes to Prestonwood as well. Right. So she knows I'm allergic to a lot of things. So she's really had to help me do all natural. So everything I do is all natural. But the biggest thing I've realized with the all natural is the preventative. Yes, and is. so then you don't get all these things. So when people ask me, what medication are you on? None. 
That's I'm on great. no medication at all, but it is the, the vitamins, the minerals, the sleep, the water, and there's just something to be said about that. I'm afraid if I ever stop, I won't get going again. Yeah. <laughs> now I just turned 52 years old and I'm like, oh dear, I got to keep going. Yeah. So kind of like you, I want to be just like you when I grow up. I want to be, as, you are just sharp and you are strong. You're in great shape for 91 years old. It reminds me of what Zig Ziglar once said, you don't retire, you refire. Yes. So that's why I refuse to retire because uh, I'm enjoying it too much. Yes. You couldn't pay me enough to do what I'm doing now. I, I've seen the patients, I've seen my old patients just primarily to debrief them before they leave. But I'm writing these articles, I'm speaking, I'm traveling all over the world. And again, with the COVID coming down, I'm going to be back on the lecture circuit, circuit again too. I've spoken in 52 countries around the world. I love the it. books are in 42 languages. Though you said the word, I actually coined the word in 1966. I was preparing the manuscript for the book in 1960. I got to that chapter doing with endurance exercise. Because keep in mind, exercise can be used for rest and relaxation, number one, use of muscle building and figure kind, turn number two, and cardiovascular pulmonary condition. All three have merit. Only one can prolong your life. So I got that chapter dealing at the aerobic exercise in the, in the book. And so I sent the manuscript off to the public. He's called the book aerobics. I say, if people can't pronounce it, they can't spell it, they will remember it. But he won out. Now look, it's become you all over the world. In the Oxford English Dictionary has my definition of aerobics, published 1986. It's a method of physical exercise for reducing beneficial changes in the respiratory systems, respiratory cardiovascular system activities which require only a modest increase in oxygen intake and so can be maintained. And that's the Oxford English Dictionary published in 1986. So I get me called the father of aerobics. I'll be called a lot of other names too, but I've been called <laughs> the father of aerobics. And I praise the Lord for that. You know, it's, it's amazing to see the research based and how people at first, they didn't even want to listen to your research. And now little by little over time, you've proven it. You've you proven that your the research is The results are too real. obvious to be ignored. But let me tell you too, as I mentioned, I started my research institute as a nonprofit 501c3 foundation six months before I saw my first patient, December 6, 1970. I must have good scientific evidence to prove that I've been so controversial over the years. That was an epiphany from God too, I'm sure. Right. And so we established that we're having our big legacy dinner uh, on the 3rd of November. And last year, our legacy dinner, we got $15 million from the contributor. This enabled us to continue our work because we have that published over 600 papers on scientific prep proving that exercise is medicine. Right. Exercise is medicine. It exercises dangers. Thought that all my life, as I told you earlier. Now we prove exercise and results are too impressive to be ignored. Wow. So exercise, how long and how many times? And is like I do power walking like generally four days a week and I go, I don't know, for like 30, 45 minutes, I guess, maybe That's a little bit longer sometimes. Two basic things. Remember, as far as nutrition is concerned, five is fine, number nine is divine. Number of servings of fruits and vegetables should, fruits and vegetables consuming daily. Every American adult, 3.1. Every 10 years, 1.6. How much exercise? Collective or sustained? 30 minutes, most days a week. Total 150 minutes per week, and you'll be amazed at the results. Okay, so 30 minutes. Okay, 30 minutes. All so I'm power walking. I can go a little bit you're less way now. Above that. Sometimes I do like three hours. Got to put you on the treadmill and see what your level uh -huh. of fitness would be. You got right. a deal. I'll come visit okay, you. Okay, we'll let's make a deal. Let's but let me that. just drop the 20 pounds first, though. <laughs> okay, I've heard that so. before, too. <laughs> so I the don't want to come to the clinic until I lose weight. Come <laughs> right. on, that's when I can help you the most. <laughs> so the bottom line is God has used you in such a big way to really educate people with all this research, help them, and 
just God is so good when I see what he's done through your life. And I'm just praying that he continues to use this show and others and magazines and so forth to just keep spreading all of this amazing knowledge. I start knowledge. my day with prayer and Bible study. I, I finish my day with exercise. That's the way spiritually and physically fit. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. God bless you. Thank you. When we come back, you can also be healthy and strong. We'll be right back. Can you imagine living in a resort with like-minded people, full of amenities and activities, where safety and health are priorities, where chef-prepared meals, heated indoor pool, and many more amenities are all accessible 24-7, where the joy of life is felt in every corner, a company managed by the Nicholas Foundation, people who truly care about people. It's time to reward yourself. It is time for the Retreat Senior Living, the resort you call home. Welcome back to the Jennifer Sheehan Show. Being healthy and strong, part of that is mentally, and part of that also is spiritually. If you haven't prayed to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, pray with me. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for my sin. You rose again on the third day. Please forgive me for my sin. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Tune in next week. We have another great story for you. Are you feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on Soulwin, Shining Our Light Women's Inspiration Network. Soulwin women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwin.tv to subscribe now. Are you feeling broken or lost? Are you struggling to find a community of like-minded women? Come join us on Soulwin, Shining Our Light Women's Inspiration Network. Soulwin women have come out victoriously from their dark places and now use their God-given gifts to shine their light to the whole world. Get your free 30-day trial today. Go to www.soulwin.tv to subscribe now.